the galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another brand new episode of Galaxy of Film. I'm joined with my co-host, Danilo. Um, no Dakari this week. He had some stuff going on. Danilo, yeah. how are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. Just another depressing day of a 21-year-old. At least I can drink now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something. Um, you mentioned, <laughs> I think it was last episode... Hell, every oh episode God. you say you're fucking depressed, and here we are again. I'm very <laughs> Okay, I don't say I'm depressed, man. I just say, you know, I'm melancholy. Yeah, I feel you. Um, we're not alone this week, though, even though Dakari's not with us. We do have a guest star returning for the third time. We have Matt Paul with us. How you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm doing... What was the word? Melancholy? I cannot say that. Yeah, melancholy. Melancholy. Thank you. And I'm not alone. Also, my nephew has decided to join us. And if you hear him in the background screaming, I do apologize. It's all good. Um, So before we we get into our news and whatnot, I do want to address one thing. I know last episode we talked about how we're doing Cherry this week. Um, and I had a different guest star lined up for that, and he brought it to my attention that it's actually not out this week. It's out, it's out in, what, two weeks? Um, okay. The theatrical yeah, release weeks, yeah. came out this week. So, sorry for that, guys. This episode, we're talking about Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and uh, the U.S. versus Billie Holiday. Both are streaming Bruh. films, but Tom and Jerry is the, the fourth HBO Max theater deal film, I believe. Yeah, fourth one. So... Yeah, let's go ahead and um, let's just dive straight into the news, guys. Um, let's do that. First off, um, something I'm totally excited for, if it's true. Um, it's mainly a rumor right now, but Harrison Dula will replace Cara Dune in the Rangers of the New Republic show. Danilo, yeah, what I saw. Go ahead. I sent you that. Um, yeah. I'm extremely excited for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would love to see more Harrison Dula. Um, I think that's a great way to put her in there, connect it with Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I always advocate for new characters and new stories, but, you know, they fired someone and they got to fix it, you know, because it did sound like Rangers of the New Republic was going to be one of her shows and why not fix it with Harrison Dula? And I, I think that's a great choice. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it sounds like, to me, it sounds like Harrison Dula was going to be in it regardless if Cara Dune was going to be involved or not. Because if it's going to be about Thrawn, it would make sense to bring in someone who's had personal experiences with Thrawn. I, I was oh, yeah, thinking, I forget that. I was thinking Thrawn was going to be just Ahsoka, Loki. Really? You didn't think they were trying... See, I thought they were trying to do MCU style, where they're going to want everything to be connected. Mando Season 3, Boba Fett... Ahsoka, See, Rangers, I don't even all know lead if, up to the climactic ending. I don't even where. know if Book of Boba will be directly connected. Um, I could see it just being its own like one season thing, finishing off the Boba Fett arc. However, um, if they were to go that route and have it connected, I still don't think he'll come back full time. I, I yeah. really anticipate 
if we'll see Boba again with the Mandalore with Din, that we'll get an actual confrontation because Boba's deal is done. He held up yeah. his end of the deal. He has yeah. no well, they could ties always get, to Din. They could get Daniel Logan to play Boba. I know he's having a, he's having a little felt, uh, crybaby episode every fucking week that he's not in the Mandalorian. Yeah, Wait, dude. What? I think that uh, <laughs> I think the book of Boba Fett will start to explain the like the first episode will be about him escaping the Sarlacc. Okay. It will be Daniel in the suit. Really? I think we'll see Daniel in the suit and then yeah. a year, like with, with the helmet on, obviously. Like, he won't take the helmet off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Unless it's like an over the shoulder, like a, a shot up thing of his shoulders. OT, yeah, over the um, shoulder, yeah. And like a year, or, a year or so into it, he'll lose the armor. And that'll pick up the Cobb Vant thing, which we saw in The Mandalorian. That was the first episode of season two. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we'll get to Mira, and it'll be like present day. So I think we'll see Daniel in one episode. If, okay, if we yeah. if we get that. Little boy's been complaining a bit that he hasn't been in an episode. I, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Daniel. I mean, they had to put him in. They would have to put him in. It makes sense to put him in for like a flashback episode. Like, you know, post-Clone Wars and all that. The only thing I'd be excited for seeing Daniel Logan as back as Bubba would be Bad Batch, and that's if for whatever reason we get that uh, that Cad Bane arc. Yeah, yeah we, um, we need that Cad Bane arc. We we really we do, man. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Maybe we maybe we don't maybe we don't need it, but it's like I'd want it. I'd love to see it. I feel cheated that we didn't get it. Yeah, I feel cheated as well. Especially, I think it was the Utapau arc. Where we saw the deleted footage or unused footage, where Obi Wan and, and uh, Anakin are talking about Ahsoka leaving, yeah, yeah the yeah. campfire. I, we got cheated on that. Yeah, for I don't sure. care. I don't care what I don't care what Disney says. That's can That's canon to me. I agree on that. Yeah, and um, I would love to see it. Cad Bane was always one of my favorites, and like mm-hmm. you said, if Daniel Logan does reprise his role as a young Boba in the Bad Batch series somehow, and they do finish up that arc. I'd be very happy um, to oh, see it. Could you imagine if Cad if Cad Bane shows up? He needs to show up in Boba Fett. See, I would be even be okay with a live action like adaptation of that scene in Book of Boba in the form of a flashback. Yeah. Oh, for sure, that would be even sicker in my opinion. I, I would love to see a live action Cad Bane, dude. <laughs> That'd be so dope. And so, then also, real quick, um, continuing on with Star Wars news, is that what? Yeah, uh, they released that first image of Fennec. That was on my list as well. Yeah, they um on the Star Wars yeah. Instagram page they released the first image of Fennec Shan or Shan in the Bad Batch, and she's in the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, it is the actress voicing her, right? Yeah, I forget her name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ming Now Wen is coming back. I mean, there we go, Now Wen. Um, Daniela, what are your what are your thoughts on on how she looked? She didn't look fully rendered. It looks like they just threw something out there for the Women's Appreciation Day. Like, you know, like, hey, we're going to have Fennec in our show. Like, she looked, uh, she didn't look Clone Wars style, if that even makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, she worked Clone Wars style, but she didn't. She looked I mean, I mean, it is, I mean, chubby. Her face I looked mean, too chubby. I mean, I mean, it's supposed to be in that Clone Wars-y anima- animation, though. It's like, it's like a somewhat, it's a sequel spinoff to um, Clone Wars. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but everyone's everyone's thin though in the show, like super thin. Like no one's really fat except for like uh, Jabba, you or know. Like and bad, uh, like the yeah, like oh, Wrecker, man. you know. So the face just looked a bit a bit chubby to me. That was it, like the cheeks for sure. 
Yeah. See, I, I'm not a fan of her whatsoever. I like the animation form. I like Finnick and, and Mando. Yeah. I think it looks awful. Yeah, yeah. Look, she looks horrible, to be real with you. That's what I was just trying to tiptoe around it. I That's why I said I hope it's not fully rendered. But yeah, it, look, it looks like a shit show, dude. Um, as far as animation style goes, I you can kind of see it with Tarkin. Uh, I think Bad Batch will be a great blend of Clone Wars and Rebels. With that style. Oh, you think they're gonna kind of blend them, blend them a bit? I think the yeah. characters we'll see will be skinnier to match Rebels. Um, but we'll get the art style, like that painted look of Clone Wars. Okay. So, at least I hope that's the direction we'll go yeah, with. Yeah. Tarkin. Tarkin looked good. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah know who I, know who I hope, you know who I hope to see in either um, Bad Batch or the Kenobi series? Um, Cody. Bad Batch, dude. I don't I don't want to see him in Kenobi. I don't. So yeah, and I do. I want to see him in Kenobi instead of Bad Batch. I'd rather see him go against see Rex instead of Kenobi. See, I'm a, see, I'm a, see, really? I'm a Star I mean, Obi-Wan. See, I'm a Star no, Wars slut who, who likes all his Star Wars material, so it's like, don't get, don't, <laughs> Don't bulge your eyes. I saw that. It's like you know. It's, it's like yes, daddy. Give me yes, daddy. Um, give me more Star Wars. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I was okay. just fucking with you. Yeah. Yes. So daddy, you want? Give would you? Do you want him in both of them, Matt? Say what? Do you want Cody in both of uh, Bad Batch and um, Kenobi series? Well, I don't. Well, I'm not really sure how. I mean, it would be nice to see Cody Cody in the Kenobi series, but to me personally, the more the one thing I would see him more realistically would probably be Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah. He he's rumored to be one of those special op troopers that hunt down the clones that don't follow the Order sixty six rule. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, I he hope would he's that. like the leader of that. Um, I think it'll be a much more like emotional tale to see because we're going to see Rex in this let's be real we're, we yeah. have to oh. see him not in the first season though I, I want to know how many seasons too I yeah. could see two I could see two or three I could see two or three as well because like I told you before that timeline's pretty packed dude yeah of be, between th- three and four you know there's a lot of shit that happens in it because I'm seeing and I'm only saying two or three because there'll be like those ten episode things compared to a full season Clone Wars being like twenty something. Um, yeah. I mean, this show. Let's be real. The primary purpose of this show will be to explain Ahsoka and Rex, where yeah. they are, where they are in Rebels. So I think we're going to get at really? least an arc adapting the Ahsoka novel into this show, where she's like Ashla you is think her that- name. And then, I, see, I didn't see that. You don't think she'll be in it? I think they'll be in it, but not till season three when they start wrapping things up. I think this is really just supposed to be how the clones dealt with Order 66, yeah. giving clones more humanity. I think that'll how be they season go. one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying season one will be that. See, I don't know what season two will be. And let's say they go to three seasons. I think that's when we're going to get Ahsoka and Rex. See, I could quote unquote fan service. I could see not. season two covering it. That way we have more depth to the Ahsoka show. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can see it there, yeah. As oh then, yeah, that Ahsoka show is coming out. Shit, I forget about that show. Um I do, dude. I'm not excited for it. But so I think the when we see Ahsoka it'll just be a straight adaption of the book where she's Ashla, I think her name is in the book. Yeah, that 
Yeah, that was her, like, something like that. Yeah, where she has uh, the, the, the other outfit you see on the cover. And we'll see Rex and where he ends up with Wolf and Gregor. Um, which would be cool we get to see Gregor again, you know. Hopefully we'll get more of a tie into the Republic Commandos. So that'd be neat. But I think it'll be a better like tale in- to see um, Cody go against Rex. The fact that Rex not only has to kill and go through his brothers like he did at the end of Season 7, but he's having to go yeah. against one of his best friends, too. Yeah, so. I would like to see Cody go against Rex. Yeah. I think that would be pretty interesting. I mean, look at the first... I'll never forget the first episode of Clone Wars I really remember. Wasn't the first arc that they did, but it was the the rookies arc where Rex and Cody go to that station to check in and on, on the five rookie clones, Heavy, Echo, and they go there, you know, and that's the first episode I remember of the Clone Wars. I don't remember the first arc with Plo Koon and... Uh, that's that's that the second thing. episode, actually. That wasn't an arc. That was a one-episode thing. So yeah, yeah, but... I, yeah. but yeah, but the uh, oh yeah, Yoda was the first one or whatever. But the one I really remember growing up as a kid will always be that rookies episode, episode five, with Cody and Rex going to team up with the rookies to kill the super commando droids. I'll, I'll never forget the first so. episode because how we sat down to watch it with Yoda and Ventress, and uh, that's the only time you see Yoda with Ventress, and it was so weird to see Ventress yeah. survive against the Grand Jedi. Ma- I'll never forget it, dude. Never. Yeah. Um, Every that's I love the show, dude. Yeah, I agree. I love it too. But and on top of that, we'll you know, like I said, we'll we'll get that depth of a seeing Soka weigh heavy on her show. I think we'll see Rex for sure and go against Cody to weigh heavy on his appearance in the Ahsoka show because Rex is going to die yeah. in the show. Let's be real. In the, in the Ahsoka show, he's so old at that point because is a is it accelerated aging? I mean, who's to say he's yeah. probably not dead already though. I I feel like yeah, they would have shown true. that, dude. He's too much I of a mean, character. I, I mean, big I name. hope he's not dead. But, um, he's yeah. just too big I of a how character they're gonna do not it to too. do on screen. So I'm glad we'll finally, hopefully, see a live-action Rex. That will be really cool. But who would play live-action Rex, though? Tamira Morrison? Yeah, he's well, already fat. Who? <laughs> um... Yeah, enough enough Star Wars, man. We've we've rambling on about that. Next on the never news, enough ba- never enough about Star Wars. Right, uh, <laughs> next on the news, Anthony Mackie has teased that the upcoming Falcon Winter Soldier show on Disney Plus will explain the entire backstory of Sam Wilson, aka the Falcon. Um, I I don't know how I feel about this too much. I really appreciate, and we'll get more into this later on. How WandaVision is going more into it but we had winter soldier to explain falcon like the movie okay. Winter soldier to like his becoming the care the the hero so i don't know if by explaining the origins of falcon we'll see him in his military years like I flashbacks that. to that but i mean how interesting is that going to be compared to, to wanda stuff you know so I mean, I, I don't know how. Matt, do you want to take it? Because I got I got my opinion on, on the entire Falcon and Winter Soldier show, but I want to hear what Matt has to say about it. About Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about seeing Sam's backstory? I mean, I don't know if it's necessary. Not really, but I mean, 
I mean, I can already, I mean, I can already just guess by his backstory that, like, you know, he comes from a military background. Perhaps he looked up to Captain America as a kid. Probably heard like the stories and all that. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I feel I don't know if it connects to the plot in some way. I mean, you know, I no, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Like I'm not opposed to a backstory at all. But it's like you know, I wouldn't be sad if they just said, "Hey guys, change your plans. No backstory." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danilo, what are your the thoughts? show to me seems. It seems incredibly boring. Everything about that show seems boring. I don't know how we go from Wanda, WandaVision, back to um, Buddy and Cop story in the MCU. Like, I don't think it's the right place to put it, in my opinion. I think we should have gotten Loki. I was talking about it on the review uh, of my WandaVisions, but I think we should have done WandaVision Loki. Mm -hmm. We see Black Widow. Then we go to Bucky. Then we go back to the crazy with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and Eternals and all that. But, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't care for Sam's backstory either, to be completely honest with you, too. I never was a fan of Falcon you, in any of the movies. I don't mean to interrupt. You keep shaking your microphone. <laughs> it's like rubbing against your shirt. It's like a little, oh, a little noise. That's better. Um, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America. I love the Cap stuff. So yeah. naturally, I like Falcon and Bucky. So I'm excited yeah. for this, but that trailer wasn't good. I didn't care. That for trailer, the trailer was shit, dude. So I mean, what, I am excited tra- for the what show. What trailer are we talking about? The Super Bowl trailer. The one with the both song, of them. Are you ready? Is you ready? That song. Yeah. 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 I thought it was all right. It didn't get me excited whatsoever, and like. So, like, I'm excited for the show, but from what I've seen, no, dude. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited for the show and all, but <sighs> that trailer was pretty bad. It, it didn't do what it needed to do of getting me excited for the show, so. I agree. In my opinion. What, whatever. What can you um, do? Next up, Danila, you want to talk about Paramount Plus a little bit? We, we forgot to last episode. Oh, yeah, dude, I'll talk a bit about that. Yeah, uh, go the for new it. streaming service. Mm-hmm. All right, so Paramount Plus is launching in two days. Uh, when this episode drops, the 4th of March. Oh. And so if you have CBSL access, it sounds like it's just a pretty easy conversion where you can just uh, take your CBSL access account and switch over to the Paramount Plus stuff. Um, Paramount Plus is going to have the same thing that HBO is doing. It's HBO Max is doing, it sounds like, where... They're going to show the movies the same day release or like a week or two after, I think. Um, so we're going to be able to see No Time to Die. We're going to be able to see A Quiet Place and Top Gun Maverick. So I'm very excited for that. Um, I think the price stays the same. Actually, I think the price is going down by $1. So you, you guys all saved enough money to buy yourself an Arnold Palmer while you watch your shows. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's the like, what, ninth streaming service we've gotten in the last two years. We can for sure... <laughs> say that the streaming wars have officially started mm. um so yeah my man it's my man I mean, it's been stuck it started since hulu and netflix were going at it well, yeah I'm saying exactly. more towards like casual streaming like uh like the disney plus stuff for these animated shows right right, right. yeah so i mean we'll see how it's up i i i'm almost positive it's gonna stick around for a while just because of the shit show that cbs all access was you know i mean i didn't even have it dude we we've we I, Twilight Zone got canceled because no one paid for CBS All Access. 
It's mm-hmm. as easy as that, you know. I think it, it was a pretty darn good show. I don't think it should have been canceled after two seasons, but um, what can you do? Are you excited for any of the, the exclusives we're getting, like that SpongeBob prequel? Oh, yeah, that mini rant here now, guys. I love when these streaming services say we're going to have new and original content. And their new and original content is just reboots, remakes, or a reunion of an old show that they that they once had rights to, or, and they still have rights to. Um, so, no, to answer your question, I'm not excited for anything. I guess iCarly the most, just because it's the yeah. show like we grew up with. But, I mean, you know, I would have liked to see them... I would have liked to see, let's say they hire um, Miranda Cosgrove, uh, all those actors... And they did a movie like they made her they gave her an original movie idea or something or an original tv show instead of rehashing iCarly so you're again. saying but you know new, what can you same do? cast new project basically yeah or just take the cast and like dis- distribute them the new projects you know like okay. that would be cool like when was the last time we saw miranda cosgrove in a quote-unquote serious type movie or I any movie that wasn't dis- uh, nickelodeon you know i mean it'd be cool i would like to see her mm-hmm. becoming a better actor I um, um, I'm not gonna watch the SpongeBob that. prequel. The the Rugrats like shit, dude. We're, we're getting man. I don't know if is it a, a direct remake of Rugrats. It's a it's like oh what, the, what Rugrats? Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a continuation. See, yeah, I think it's a continuation. I'm a big Rugrats fan, dude. I'll still rewatch it to this day. So I'll give it a sh- like um, to our audio listeners. Obviously, um, you can't see. I got a fucking Chucky doll right here, dude, on my shelf. I love Rugrats, man. I can, I can confirm that. <laughs> I fucking yeah, love Rugrats. I'm gonna give it a you shot like for sure, especially because all the voice actors are returning. That's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Did you ever watch All Grown Up where they're teenagers? No. No, I I haven't even watched Rugrats, dude. What? Okay, next fucking I'm sorry, topic. what? We talked about this. We talked about this. Remember, do we talk about all the shows I haven't watched? Now, for shame. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How about you, Matt? What are, what are you excited for? SpongeBob, Rugrats, iCarly reboot? There's a iCarly reboot? I'm sorry, I was doing my nap. I didn't hear that. It's a reunion thing. Uh, a reunion, yeah, my bad. It'll, it'll, so it's not one of those reunions like the Fresh Prince one where it's just the cast talking. It'll be like a, a scripted, like, act, like actual reunion. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'm looking forward to um, the Halo show coming out. That's like probably the one thing I'm looking forward to. Isn't that Showtime? Okay. Because I'm like the biggest Halo fan, and it's like we've been waiting. For, we've been waiting to hear about the show since like day one, since like day one, and nothing's really happened. Did you ever? Um, oh gosh, I rented it from Blockbuster. You watched, I think uh, it was Red and Blue. Red and Blue on Netflix. I have watched Red and Blue years ago, dude. That's how I learned about really? what oh, teabagging okay. was, yeah. You fuck. Um, yeah. There was, I rented it from Blockbuster. I think it was um, Halo, like, New Dawn or something like that. It was weird. Dude. Okay. It was the, just a... Uh, the video game? No, it was a li- live-action movie of Halo. Jesus. I would have loved to see them do Halo right, dude. Halo was one of my favorite games growing up. Uh, for listeners out there, I Same. couldn't play, like real like ma games like shoot 'em up games like uncharted grand theft auto you know it always had to be like sci-fi oriented so you know it's quote-unquote not real so halo was always my shit dude and i like the storyline i thought they were pretty cool i would love to see them do a cool cool movie about it 
mm-hmm. with the aliens and all that shit. That would be pretty sweet to me. I think they if they like got a good script going, I think they could have fun with it. I think it could be a franchise as well. But I'm that's glad just me. you mentioned it, dude. I'm I'm losing so much faith in the Uncharted movie. I love the games, dude. I think Uncharted oh, Jesus Christ. is the the best PlayStation Three game. Um, but what Tom Holland yeah, just yeah. said recently, because I thought the picture he posted as Nathan Drake looked good, but recently yeah. he's like, was that in an interview? I think so for Chaos Walking, where he was like, I will so- never take this approach again. I was like, Jesus Christ, thank you for giving me fucking faith in this dude. Well, do you think he said it sarcastically, or do you think he actually meant it? That's always the thing I have to. I sometimes go back on. It's like, did he really mean like? Was he joking, or was he really like? Yeah, I fucked up, guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't. But I'm losing a little bit of faith in him. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch it. It's been postponed nine times. Oh, it I'll has watch been it as well. Yeah. It's definitely it, it, been postponed a bit more than Black Widow. And that movie kind of needs to come out now. It's ready. It can come out right now if it, if it could. Yeah, it is ready. That upsets man. me that Black Widow hasn't been able to come out yet. Fucking cocksuckers at Disney. Fucking blowing um, us for money. Next up on our news list, uh, it came up today, about an hour or two, actually, um, and it ties into what we were talking about just a moment ago. Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly has confirmed she's done acting. She won't take on any more projects again, saying she resents sad. her career because of the Dan Schneider stuff. Jeez. That's very sad. That's oh, very sad. And I'm, I'm, I feel bad for her, to be completely honest. I, I, love, Car- I love Sam probably the most in iCarly. She mm-hmm. was... She was my favorite, to be completely honest. And then she did Sam and Cat, and I liked seeing her as Sam as well. So that's I, um, sad. I understand I, it, though. We lost you know? Cable when Sam and Cat came out, so I never got to watch that growing up. It was retarded. I gotcha. <laughs> um, next up, let's see. Uh, Melissa McCarthy has been cast as Fig Hella in Thor 4 Love and Thunder. Um, <laughs> is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Interesting choice. <laughs> Okay, remember that scene from Thor Ragnarok? I think, yeah, it was Thor Ragnarok when, like, Matt Damon played fake Loki. I think it's that. Th- that was Matt Damon. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. I think eh, it's that. That would be funny. What can you do? <laughs> um, let's see. Like, it's either, either going to be that, maybe some um, multiverse nonsense where it's like, this is like a, maybe a lame version of Hela, but either way, I don't expect anything big coming out of Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, man. I, um, I'm, I'm expecting, though, Taika to get the most out of her acting, though. Exactly. I actually, I saw so I, Melissa I McCarthy in him. once. It no was, way, dude. So... Where at the zoo? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was rude. That was rude. I'm Shit. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To the people out there canceling everyone, I, I'm sorry. I so, in North Carolina, where I live, um, Wilmington, it used to be really popular for filming locations, but they upped the tax, so it's now everyone goes to Georgia on the East Coast. Yeah, stuff. Georgia's the place to go. Yeah. So, like, One Tree Hill was all filmed here. So, it was Dawson's Creek. Part of, like, the original Ninja Turtle sh- movie was filmed here. Um, I saw a little bit of filming for Iron Man 3, actually. I saw really? them film Let's when go. the president was being strung up in the Iron Patriot suit. They left mm-hmm. the, the door open of the. the the sound stage, so I got to see them hanging them up. Oh, dope, dude. Um, but they were filming a movie in Wilmington called Tammy, Melissa McCarthy was in. And 
my aunt and I, we went down there to go see filming for it. We snuck on set. Like, we just drove through it. And I had, like, my little okay. shitty Sony camera for my YouTube channel. And I had it go into the window. Someone, like, spotted us and, like, pointed at it. So I, like, had to flash it downwards. But while I was in the motion of moving it, I got Melissa McCarthy on camera. <laughs> so it was kind of weird. Oh, we, no. We didn't recognize her at first because of what she was wearing. Um, but we, yeah. I saw her physically, I guess. <laughs> That's my lame claim to yeah. fame. <laughs> Eh, what can you do? Everyone, everyone gets fame somehow. Hey, I really... I, hey, when I was a cast member, I saw David Tennant. I met David Tennant at a convention a couple years ago. He's pretty nice. I met I Dave Filoni too. Yeah, fuck you for that, dude. <laughs> 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 I get so mad. That, that's my fucking contact picture for you, ass. I get mad anytime like your name pops up. I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> um, hey, Dave. I, that, that same day, actually, we went to go see filming for another movie called Safe Haven, where uh, Colby Smothers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. Yeah, we, that was filmed in Wilmington as well. Um, and like oh, at wow, the time, okay. I didn't it, I didn't click that that was her in front of me. I'm pissed off I got nothing signed, because she's in High Met Your Mother. She's Robin. Hey, I'm, hey, for the fans out there, I never got anything signed by Dave Filoni. No one, no one could hand me a Sharpie. Yeah, thanks. So. Thanks, Pence. He <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, just yeah. refused to give you one, Josh Pence. He just like walked away. I'm like, I'm like, hey man, can I use your sharpie after she uses it? And he's like, yeah, go for it, man. He hands her the sharpie, and I'm like, Josh. And then he just walks away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you would have gotten your your Hasbro Rex helmet signed. Yeah, dude. Dude, I've been I looking would've. to get one of those helmets anytime I'm anywhere. Like, I'll see the front piece without the visor in the back all the time, but I want that helmet so bad. I never got it as a kid. I was upset. It's a sick Clone Wars helmet, dude. Yeah. I was a big Clone Wars guy, dude. And I can't wait to talk about uh, WandaVision when we get into that Yeah, after the news. Um. Well, next up in the news, you want to go ahead and pull it up because you, you hosted this segment on episode 8. We're talking Golden Globes for a minute. Um... Yeah, I guess I'll win it, man. <laughs> so I gotta do some work. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. I tried to fucking Here text you about it. Um, oh, you were trying to text me about it? Get I did. It's ready. still sending. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Golden Globes. Um, I can tell you who won. Talking about the movie last week, Daniel Coolio won. For yep. Judas and the Black Messiah. For Judas and the Black Messiah. That's right, yeah. I, right. I think that was very well deserved. Um, Mark Ruffalo won. Mm-hmm. I know very extremely well deserved. We talked about it, I think, on what, our fourth episode. We we're going over our top fives for 2020. Um, Chadwick Bozeman did win Best Actor for Ma Rainey. Yeah. 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 I think that was well deserved. And I think the um, sister or wife, was it? I forget which one it was. I think it was his wife. Um, yeah, she gave a pretty good uh, speech. Um, we also little interesting fun fact Chloe Zhao who had Nomadland would fucking um, helicopter in the background what is yeah. that I, I am out I am out I am outside doing this Matt you were doing the absolute fucking most where are you <laughs> I, I am I am literally outside my house like r- like right next to me to my right is my door are you okay so, do you want to talk about it I what, wait, am I am I okay 
are you okay? Or like, where do you live, Matt? Are you, do you live in Iraq, dude? <laughs> yes, I live, yes, I live in Iraq where we're trying to overthrow the American infidels as we speak. Because that helicopter uh, came in really clear on my side. <laughs> no, it came in clear on my side. No, I live in, no, but I live in Orange County. Just random helicopter just blew over my house and I hate when they do that. Dude, I got Fort Bragg right. less than a mile away from my apartment, so I feel you. No military bases here, though. I so. can I can Thank see the God. barracks yeah. from my window right here, dude. Dude, I got the Michigan militia and the Ku Klux Klan in my state. <laughs> Why we got some KKKs over here too? Since we're bragging dude, about in, shit, dude, what I the fuck? Do I live in SoCal? There's like go to go to Long Beach or Huntington. Go to Long Beach or Huntington Beach. There's plenty of white supremacists there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we're just right, so let's get let's get into let's get into let's get into the Golden Globe winners. So just some. Um, ones that were for sure notable. Chloe Zhao created a movie a few weeks ago called uh, The Ranch or The Horse, some bullshit movie like that. And uh, she then created a new movie called Nomadland. I've been wanting to see that. Which won, which won Best Drama Motion Picture, which beat The Trial of the Chicago 7, The Father, Promising Young Woman, and Mank. Why right. is this pretty cool to see? Because she's doing Eternals. And that news came out that Eternals... Looked fucking phenomenal. Like uh, Marvel's, Marvel's Eternals. Yeah, right? Marvel the Eternals, the new Phase okay. Four movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another continuing on with some big winners. Andre Day won Best Actress for her performance in a movie we're going to be talking about soon. The United States versus Billie Holiday. She beat Vanessa Kirby, Carrie Mulligan, Viola Davis, and Frances McDormand. Did I say she beat Frances and Viola? Let's say I'm not a big Viola Davis fan. Hannah loves Viola Davis. I think that's her favorite actress of all time. But Ma Rainey's Black Viola. Bottom, though, that's what she was nominated for. Didn't you like her in Ma Rainey's? Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know why she, she beat yeah. Viola Davis. Whoa, okay. As we said, Chadwick Boseman. As we said, Nomadland won Best... Uh, um, uh, drama and her di- best director. She won best director. Um, we also have an interesting one here. Borat won as best musical or comedy, beating Hamilton. That's weird. Does that see that doesn't seem weird to me because I'm part of the people who do contribute to the problem who just hate on Hamilton to hate on Hamilton. We also had another one here as well. He won best actor in a musical or comedy. Beating James Gordon, Dev Patel, Lynn Manuel Miranda, and Andy Samberg from Palm from your movie Palm Springs, unfortunately. Um, the last one that I'll, that's worth mentioning here, uh, real quick, is just uh, Roseman Pike won Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy for the new Netflix movie I Care a Lot, which I'll be talking about when we get to my stream of the week. And that was really about it. I mean, everything else just kind of oh, um, just kind of really took home what we thought it was going to take home you know I, Shit's um, creek won a few I want to chicago seven one on anya oh. taylor joy won best actress for like a limited series for queen's gambit yes she did yeah um i need to watch that yes. dude i just finished bojack last last time we talked about how i finished bojack finally i plan to watch queen's gambit once i finish legend of Korra, which i'm still stuck on season three We've been also watching Narcos. We're, on, we're halfway through season two of Narcos. Um, okay. Once we're done with Narcos, we're going to start that A24 show of Zendaya, Euphoria. Heard yeah, yeah, things yeah. about that. And then Queen's Gambit and Better Call, so all i got to catch up on. But she fucking killed uh, it, dude. Just, Her dress looked great. 
just to keep going just a bit more, uh, Soul won Best Original Score. I saw that. Um, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis won as Ted Lasso in an actor, a musical, or comedy, which I was very happy with. I think that show's completely flying under the radar on Apple TV. It, I love this show. It reminds me of The Office, and it combines sports with it, and so I love it. There's uh, another podcast I listen to that praises the hell out of it. Of it's a great show. show I need to it's, watch It's amazing. It. And then, of course, The Crown won, Shit's Creek won, and then, of course, I just hit the wrong fucking tab. Uh, Soul won Best Animated Feature. Deserving. You know, I mean, I'm deserving. happy. That was my favorite movie of last year. One of my favorite movies. It was in my top uh, five. Mark, Mark Ruffalo won for that uh, I Know This Much Is True. And shout out to our Star Wars man, John Boyega, won for the, a series called Small Axe, which I've never heard of, I didn't to be honest either. with you guys. So I might have to check that out, see where that's playing. But yeah, you know, the, and then everything else was just the Crown and Shit's Creek one. So no real uh, surprise there. But yeah, that was just to wrap up the Golden Globes a bit. I think all the awards were well deserving. Um, yeah, for the most part. That Andre Day one, that Andre Day one does surprise me. Like you said, that she got, she won, she beat Francis, Viola, and the yeah, lady man. from Promising Young Woman. That's that's, uh, that's interesting. Enough. I really thought but Viola was. We will win talk that. about that in that in the review, obviously. Um, let's go ahead straight to stream of the week, Danilo. I know you did it last week. But you wanted to again this week to talk about a film you enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, what is your yeah, stream and- of the week, sir? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called I Care A Lot. New release. Came out about a week and a half ago. And it well, has Roseman Pike in it. Peter Dinklage. Roseman Pike just won the Golden Globe for it. Um, this movie... So, you, no spoilers um, for people who want to watch it. I do recommend it. I want to start off by saying that. I do recommend the movie. But there are complaints to it. It's, it's like Uncut Gems to me. It tries okay. to be Uncut Gems in so many possible ways. Like it has that However, like, though, in, like thriller rush to it. It has the pacing to it. It has the direct. It even has the score to it, dude. It has the score, pace, editing, and just like the acting and overall story is like it's a carbon copy of Uncut Gems, but with a female lead, which I don't mind. But I didn't find anything really like new and original to it. It felt like just a, you know, like I just said, like a copy of of a of a good movie that came out last year, and. You know, the argument comes for Ray being a Mary Sue. You know, I get that. I, I don't agree with it, but I see where that argument comes from. This movie did have a Mary Sue, and it was Roseman Pike's character. Because in the third act, there's a lot of things that just very, so that just fall very nicely for her, where she doesn't have to endure a challenge or like it's non believable. Okay. You know, so that was a problem I did have with the movie, but I think she's a very phenomenal, strong uh, feminist character in the movie for sure. Um, yeah. She for sure just says it how it is um, with feminism, kind of. Like, she doesn't hold any punches back. So if you like, uncomfortable about, like, women being in power, I know that's, like, weird to say, but if you do, like, th- this movie might rub you the wrong way and she might rub you the wrong way. But Romans- Roseman Pike knocked it out of the park with acting. Same with Peter Dinklage, dude. He's, um, he's a type of menacing character in this movie. He fucking kills it. The dude's like what three foot, and he still is appearing menacing on in the film. So he kills it in my did opinion you, as well. Um, speaking of menacing, did you ever watch the? I saw it in IMAX theaters. The Underdog live action movie. Yeah, love that movie. 
with Peter Dinklage. As yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. That movie's fucking funny. Wait, 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 wait. Underdog, like the Disney live action movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think about that. For I haven't seen that movie. In, I, I thought that movie once and then never again. Was wasn't Owen Wilson Underdog? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have I weird that. memories of the end of Underdog. Like I, I'll dream about it sometimes. That was like, like Peter Dinklage. That was like back during oh. Disney's like more little dark. wet dream with Underdog. Dude, how, yeah, no, it was Matt. Yeah. I want to know something, guys. How fucking big do you think Peter Dinklage's cock is? Okay, we're not that. You're that was a Dakari comment. So <laughs> that was a Dakari. Anyway, though, guys, I do recommend. Uh, I care a lot. I, th- I think it's a pretty darn good movie, actually. Um, I would so, love to hear other people's opinions on it. Uh, so tweet at Galaxy of Film and tell us what you think of it. Yeah, we do have a Twitter. So shameless plug: tweet at Galaxy of Film and tell us what you think of I Care a Lot. If you watched it, or if you are gonna watch it, um, I want to address one more thing before we, while we're doing shameless plugs, and I have another thing to address before Wandavision. Um, oh. If you and I plan to send some to you, Dakari, just once I get a second batch made, um, and or not Dakari, Daniel, excuse me, and I plan to send some to Dakari as well. Um, if you live in the North Carolina area, Fayetteville specifically. If you see any stickers of Galaxy of Film in the public, at us on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll repost them. I've been planting them all around the city um, and in Dunn, where I work, and I'm going to Raleigh tomorrow to plant some there, too, while uh, Hannah and I start house shopping. But if you see any out there, you know, at us. We'd love to see where you guys see them. And like I said, I'm going to send more to, or send some to Danilo and Dakari once we I do get a second batch made. Because I only had 50 made this time um, yeah. to test them out. I'll put them on my campus, dude. Fuck it. Fuck Oakland. If you're watching, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it on my campus everywhere. Sweet, man. Yeah, they're, they're not too big yet. I'm going to do a second batch of bigger ones. Um, but yeah, okay. just add us if you see them. And there is there's one other thing. Dakar, or, God, I keep saying Dakari because he's not here. Dude, stop. Um, <laughs> I'll kill you if you call me that again. Danilo. <laughs> Um, I listened to your your individual review on Judas and the Black Messiah, and oh, thanks, man. You you said something. I I should have had it pulled up so I can have Matt here, but our listeners oh, will be said. hearing it now. No, I'm so our canceled. listeners just heard this in your interview. You 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 call Daniel Kaluuya 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 Kaluuya. Thank you. I always fuck up his last name. Yeah. You 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 call him attractive at one point. It feels like a movie when they're together. It feels like one person's very attractive and one person's not, and they're just not clicking where they should be clicking. <gasps> you were going on about his love interest, how you didn't like no, her. No, I said attracted. Dude, mm-hmm. he's not attracted. So what to, you're telling uh, me is, wow. So <laughs> I know, like behind the scenes, you and I give Dakari crap about Robert Pattinson. So, Daniel Kaluuya, is your Robert Pattinson? You know, just because Dakari isn't here and you have to bully another color, a person of color, doesn't make it right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Always got to be quick on my feet here when it comes to cancel culture. So, see how that gets turned around? You're now canceled. You know what? I wish. You know what? I wish. I wish Gina Carano did say that. Oh Jesus Christ! That's what her Ben Shapiro movie's about. Jesus, man. 
Bill Bill Burra <laughs> backed Gina Carano. Did he? I'm but, not. I mean, not surprising, yeah. really. Yeah, no, it's not. But anyway, though, no, I think I must have misspoke, though. But uh, yeah, I did. I'm, I guess I did say attractive. But, <laughs> I just I wanted know, to give like you I shit for you, it. Like I said in that review, man, the chemistry wasn't there between those two, in my opinion, at all. Mm-hmm. It felt forced completely. But that you listen to the other podcast. Listen to podcast number what twelve, eleven. 10. That was Nine. 10. Yeah, our, our episode yeah, listen, 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah. listen to podcast episode number 10 if you want to hear all of our, our reviews about Judas and the Black Messiah and why we all agree Daniel Kaluuya deserved the award. Yeah, I thought when you said episode drama. like 12, I was like, what? I don't know you. I didn't know you numbered all your, your reviews. No, nah, dude, fuck that <laughs> shit, dude. I was not keeping no. track of I don't. That. I don't read, dude. I haven't taken a math class in five fucking years, so yeah. I took one last semester, dude. It was awful. <laughs> Get fucked. Anyway, oh, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, uh, let's dive into WandaVision episode 8. Um, this is the, the last time we're talking WandaVision and, like, as, a, as a segment. Kind of sucks. Um, yeah. Next episode is the finale. We're going to be dedicating our entire next episode about it. Oh, along yeah, with yeah. Uh, a secondary topic as well, obviously. Um, but next episode, we're having a bit of... Uh, I guess you can call it a crossover episode. Because <laughs> one of your... One could say that we opened up the multiverse of wow. podcasting. Oh, there we go. Fuck yeah. I just got hard. <laughs> into the podcast verse. Yeah, into the podcast verse. Because um, next episode, one of your co-hosts on your personal review series is joining us on this show. Yeah, talk about the finale of WandaVision. Um, but before we get into speculation, what do you think about episode 8? Um, I think I talked about last episode that we're done with sitcoms for this. Yeah, you mentioned and, that last, last episode. And I was right. Um, this episode, thankfully, isn't a rewind through Agatha's point of view. I'm very glad it's not that. Okay, um, yeah. I think the, the Agatha all along was in place of that. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah. we, we start with this flashback of Agatha during the, the witch trials. Um, couldn't get, care less about that scene, if I'm honest, dude. I don't care. Really? I, I, I think... <laughs> I, I like... think it's important... If if you guys think it's important, watch... Go to Danilo Judd Reviews and listen <laughs> to what we have to say about it, why we think that opening is important to the show. Yeah, did, you, I mean... did you upload your episode today? I'm uploading. I'm gonna upload it after we talk tonight. Have, uh, I'm I gonna edit and edit. I haven't seen it. You, you need to send me the link to that so I can check it out. But um, but I think, but I think it's important because we're gonna find. I mean, clearly, clearly, the thing that she stole is key to all of this somehow. Mm-hmm. Like that book we see, like at episode seven when Wanda walks in. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Do you do yeah. you think that's the book that's missing from Doctor Strange? You see in the background, there's there's a spot missing, one of his that books. I, th- I think Possibly. it'll be a direct tie-in since we'll see Wanda and Doctor Strange too. Uh, but we see the episode starts with that flashback explaining her at the witch trial. She killed her mother and the rest of the witches in the coven. I mean, yeah, it's important. I guess it just wasn't that interesting to me. Um. And then it it cuts back, and we we do get a bit of a replay, somewhat, 
but we also get an origin story of Wanda, and it's done very well. Um, I'm, I'm glad it's not just a rehash of telling the events of Age of Ultron. So we, we start by seeing Wanda and Pietro in Sokovia as kids, and it explains Wanda's love for the sitcoms. I was so surprised to see them show the actual sitcoms, like the name brand ones that we're seeing. Yeah. I didn't expect that we'd, we'd see the DVD cases. Was that part of the Fox deal? You think they have the rights for that now? For some of these Probably. shows? Probably. Probably. I, I think they were just going to, I think they were going to put it in anyway. What? They dish a million dollars to Fox or whoever to use, use the cover cases of it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. They have, they have enough money. Each episode has a budget of like $25 million, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We broke down the math in one of our, in one of our reviews. Yeah. We broke down the math. Um, yeah, it's some fucking insane number. That is. That's crazy, man. Um, so we see, we explain her love for the shows, and it goes on to, to showing that her powers were not because of Age of Ultron, of the the Mind Stone, the Tesseract. Um, no, the Tesseract's a space one, excuse me. It's not because of the Mind Stone. It's Loki's staff. Um, yeah. It is. Which house is the Mind Stone when we get to Age of Ultron somehow? I forget how it works, dude. Yeah. To be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah, keep going. So we we see we see the Stark bomb that she brought up before in Age of Ultron, where her and Pietro sit there for two days. And yeah. we we know it's not defective now. She's had these powers and she casts a spell unknowingly to save them. That's where I disagree with you. Okay. I disagree with the other people on the podcast as well. Why wouldn't the director show us that she used the spell? Like, we're supposed to be guessing up until episode 9. Of, was she born with powers? Mm-hmm. Or was she not born with powers? Did she have powers and she just couldn't tap into them then? Or not? Because, remember, uh, Agnes says, you used the probability hex to stop the missile. We didn't see her use the probability hex. Why wouldn't we have seen that? You know, It is, it is possible that part of her life was, like, so, like, terrible that she, you know, blocked it out. I mean, there's certain events, like, traumatic events in your life that that you remember at the same time it's like you block out but i get what you're saying yeah. like why like why would like why would they show her reaching her hand out and then just immediately just stop to that yeah like i i think there's more to it as well um you guys keep going my bad um yeah i think it's we'll see in episode nine more of a flashback and i'll get to that in a second um so we see the bomb not go off. Dude, I really thought when we saw her father for a second that it was Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and I got excited. Bro, chill. Dude, I saw like the side of his face first. I thought it was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got really excited, dude. <laughs> but then we, we cut to another okay. scene where it's um, the excited. Age of Ultron thing. And she, she's in the Hydra lab. And she, she looks into the Mind Stone and it comes to her. And we see her have a vision of her future suit. And we know that because in one of the posters for WandaVision, where like the TVs are in front of her, it shows parts of yeah. the suit she's going to have. I know what you're talking about. The you belt in that matches out. up with the silhouette. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that, specifically. I'm, I'm really excited. We're getting more of a comic accurate and MCU take on the look. Um, yeah, but, I, I, I enjoy does, that. But it does make me wonder just who exactly what Wanda is because it does play on the fact that she probably had these powers but they were but they were very latent and the mind 
and the Mind Stone or whatever whatever it was. I I can't remember at this at this moment. Um, just unlocked it. Just mm-hmm. And like enhanced it. I because, took it as that, yeah. Because fun fact, I fun fact, I look, I I I um looked it up like last night out of curiosity, and I thought I always thought that maybe the show was going to reveal that she was a mutant and like Hydra kind of um op- reopened like her latent awakened her latent mutant powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, in Marvel comics, like the actual comics. Um, it's been retconned to that she's in she's a genetically altered human. She's... Yeah. I don't, I so don't know. I just, still think we're gonna get the mutant thing. I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> I I think we're gonna get it, man. <laughs> um No, I think though no, I think though so too. I'm just like, huh. I wonder. No, I feel you though. Um then we go to the we see somewhat of this we see the location in Civil War Vision fades in the room and they have a nice moment together um, yeah. I first second and because I thought of this because Matt you brought up during one of our WandaVision discussions how you thought Chris Evans was going to come in yeah I for a second thought we were going to get Cap walk in the room yeah I thought I, that too oh uh, really I thought we were going to see some Avenger like, just, oh, okay. like, just a, like, just a flashback character just saying, hey, Wanda, you doing good? Yeah, or like his yeah. voice, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, a nice touching moment between the two. And then we see her um, not break in, but she enters S.W.O.R.D. and she gets a chance to see Vision's body. So we learned some okay, things. That was, that was the twist, though. That was the major twist of this show, though. Because yeah. Hayward said in the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, Maximoff came in and just stormed the place and stole Vision's body. And no, she was bored. she was kind of respectful the whole time. Exactly, she she was truly, um, and you know, so, she left. She had so, the the paperwork for Vision. So I want to yeah. go ahead and talk about how I don't think Hayward's a bad guy here anymore. But what? But what does he want though? Like, why would he? Why would he lie about Wanda coming? coming to the shield base to take Vision's body when she did it. I think he wants to have the resources in case something goes wrong. That's what that's what my friends are saying. I heard somebody today say something that perhaps the fact that he has the mind um fake vision, whatever we're gonna call vision in the hex mm-hmm. has like the mind stone. It's like, oh shit, what if we get the mind stone from this vision? Maybe we can do that. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, oh, yeah, okay. then we we see, you know, she has the paperwork. She goes to find Westview, and she creates the house. Um, very touching. Did you did you guys like get emotional during that at all? What what I got emotional throughout the entire episode, dude. I, for me, it just hit for that scene really. Like when she oh the, oh she like goes to like the house. Yeah, where she builds the house. Yeah. And creates uh, the reality. I got, I got emotional that there. I also got emotional when Vision said, "Like you know, what is love? What is grief but love persevering?" Because mm-hmm. no, I took that. No, that's a thing all of us can take personally. You know, we have all had loved ones who are no longer with us. Yeah, but it is. But it is sad to know when I watch when I rewatch Endgame that everybody, almost everybody, had a happy ending except for Wanda. 
Well, Hawk. Well, kind of Hawkeye. He was grieving over Natasha, but he still got to go back to his family. Right, right. That. Yeah, he still didn't have to get laid at night, dude. <laughs> have you seen the tweets where people were talking about how um she made Vision have a e- enormous penis? Well, I mean, no, well, I'm I, not on that type of Twitter, dude. I don't know well, what type I, of Twitter I, you're I, on, but you're I mean, you're on bad dude, cock. Dude, Vision has a, a massive dick. When Wanda's first you're creating on, him, you're on Josh Whedon's uh, Twitter, bro. Dude, that fucking thing is massive. I understand why she's upset now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, though, continuing on with the review. <laughs> yeah. So one of the first things she makes is Vision's penis. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, look on our Instagram at Galaxy of Film if you want to see Vision's Vision's dick. <laughs> to, to, to any of my Disney followers who are watching this right now, I'm not apologizing for being part Don't of this. Don't lie. You know you've seen Vision's penis. Jesus Christ, look, I, dude. Look, look, I may have seen right. it, but anyway. you know, I, have to, I have to look pure to my audience, man. Paul Bettany is fucking packing, dude. Right. I mean, I mean, anyway, though, <laughs> we get the big reveal at the end. Yeah, the white name drop. <laughs> the white vision. Of Scarlet Witch, finally in the MCU. Uh, that, that too, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then we get white vision. Um, um, I was kind of saving my thoughts for just, like, the end here to wrap up. I love this show. And I, this is where, Max, you're going to hear something that's one of my... That might be a big hot take. If WandaVision pulls off the series finale... Like, sticks the landing, 100%. No problems. They wrap up the shit they need to wrap up. They set up the shit they need to set up. And they just sticks the landing. Mm-hmm. This show will be my number one fandom show, moving Star Wars The Clone Wars down to its number two spot. Really? <gasps> that is how much I love this show. I mean, look at this episode. And I want to say something, too. Um, Matt was talking about how Hayward lied. If you listen yeah, to yeah. Our, my reviews, uh, the WandaVision reviews I do with my uh, college buddies, we go into theories for like an hour and a half. So we're bound to get something right, dude. We got that shit right that Hayward lied to his uh, people. We also got right that in episode eight or seven, we're going to see a backstory to Wanda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I and if they did it regularly, okay, you know, no harm, no foul. But the fact that they switched it up like that, dude, makes it so makes the writing so strong on this show. They took um, what's that? A Christmas Carol type, you know, backstory, but they applied that to this TV uh, episode where they, you know, give us the exposition to how Wanda became, you know, Wanda, how she's dealing with grief. We yeah. then get Agnes, like you said, dude. They could have easily gave us an Agnes version of like her backstory as well and how she you know, uh, tricked Wanda, but mm. they didn't. That theme song instead took its place. I mean, the risks that this show's taking, the storytelling levels that they're hitting in the show right now is second to none in all of fandom, in my opinion. I mean, it, it beats everything that we've gotten in the last five years. Fair enough. I mean, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. It's up there. If Hot Toys makes a, the Scarlet Witch, definitely instant pre-order. Definitely. Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Um, um, but yeah, if you guys want to hear... Oh. I'm sorry? No, go on. No, you're good. No, you're good. No, I was just saying, like, I love how the show started off, started off slow, like, very slow, like, what the hell's going on? Wait, what? And it just kept building and building and building. It was like, it, this This is literally a roller coaster. The show's literally a roller coaster, where you start up slow, 
and then you get to the top, and then it all goes, and it all goes, um, positively downhill, mm-hmm. like an actual roller coaster. Um, which you know, which you know, hey, I've been wanting, but hey, I've been wait, I've been missing this part of Marvel since last year. We didn't get nothing. We were Marvel dry. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it last year sucked. <laughs> Avengers, Avengers, Avengers game does not count. Um. I didn't even get the Avengers game. Jesus Christ, dude! I didn't get, I didn't get that either. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get that because they, they said, "Oh, you guys want to get it? Well, we're gonna put Spider Man in the PS Five." I was like, "Fuck that!" Mm-hmm. Well, I have a PS Five, so fuck you. But anyways, <laughs> um, I see a lot on. of people on Sorry. Twitter keep bitching nonstop, saying, uh, "I can't believe Vision's the Silver Surfer." That's stupid. That's pretty uh, wrong. Uh, um, suck my cock. Or- um, you're retarded if you think that. <laughs> but yeah, the white vision, for those who don't know, um, in the comics, vision is destroyed at one point. And when he's put back together, he's, yeah. he's, his skin is, um, I forget the exact term for it, but his skin is damaged and it's recreated yeah. to be like pure white and he yeah. loses his emotions and memory. And so Wanda, he's literally a robot. Yeah. yeah, like he's just a robot. Um, Wanda, Billy, and Tommy have to deal with physically having their father, but not mentally there. Not emo- not mentally, not emotionally there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, seeing how it's going to go. So we now know Vision is back in, in the game. We'll see him again past WandaVision. Uh, I don't think people also like oh yeah wanda can create infinity stones no that's the issue from episode what was it six or vision no it was seven no six it was six a halloween episode yeah where he tries to go out and fade that infinity stone is not real yeah because or else he wouldn't have faded it else he wouldn't have like been a torn apart at the end of that the yeah. halloween episode exactly yeah. infinity stone is what keeps vision alive that was the big thing in Infinity War. The, the issue, they had to save Vision. They had to save his life without the stone. So that version we're seeing in WandaVision, um, he, there's no way he, he can leave this, the Hex. Um, yeah. So with all the things of Paul Bettany saying, oh, the big cameo will be someone I've always wanted to work with. Do you think it's White Vision? Do you think it's himself? He wants to work with himself? I think it's himself. That's what my buddy thinks on my podcast, that it's himself. It's going to be himself versus himself. I, st- yeah. I think that's too, dude. I really do. I think, yeah. Well, whatever. It doesn't bother me. I'm excited to, for the series to conclude what if, in a big what if, grand finale. Yeah, but what if, like, going on what you guys just said, what if the vi- what if fake Vision, Vision, let's call, let's call him that, <laughs> um... Like when they when they when they eventually fight, like this vision takes over White Vision. Like it's kind of his soul, basically, literally. I theory about that, but you can I, just, yeah. I, don't I get think too what much will into happen it. is we're going to get White Vision for a bit, like in the future, in some way, somehow he may come across. Like, whether it be a recording that Sword has made or something of WandaVision. The show, because uh, Darcy calls it WandaVision. She sees these intros, too. Yeah. I think he's going to come across a recording or something. So he has a representation 
to put into his database of what the other vision was supposed to be like, regaining that consciousness. Yeah. Okay. So I think we'll see that later on down the road, whether we get white vision for a movie or for another series or what's going on. But I think we're at least going to get one more piece of like solid content where he's just emotionless white vision. I don't think they'll cram that into the episode. Yeah. Because at that point, then what the hell is it for other than having another piece of comic accuracy thrown in? Like, I want to see that stretched into something, into its own little storyline. Because I, yeah, I, I didn't, I never cared about Wanda or Vision until this show. Oh, I can't I give a shit them. about either of them. So yeah, now, yeah, they're amazing. So if they can continue this potential storyline and make me care about Vision further than this show, I'm all yeah. for it, hundred percent. I do, I do like though, um, with, with addition of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the upcoming Armor Wars that we're getting. Um, the stuff, side characters, the sidekicks, where you want to call them, getting their own. They're they're now getting their time to shine, which, you know, I'm all for that. I forgot all about that, dude. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Uh, yeah, Armor Wars is, we don't know when that's coming out, but we're getting a James Brody show for those who forgot. But yeah. That'd be neat. Um, I was kind of just hoping to see Brody continue on being... Um, not not a in command at the Avengers, but just someone who has seniority over people. Yeah, yeah. So like a like a third in command kind of thing. If that makes sense. Almost like an instructor for Avengers for training and whatnot. Uh, okay, um, I got you. Yeah, considering yeah. he can't just go once, out because of his legs. Bro, once Florence Pugh coming into the Avengers. Um, I think the end credit scene. Will be her of coming Black to Widow. America. Yeah, will be her coming yeah. to America to find Hawkeye, leading directly to the Hawkeye show because she's yeah, been okay. seen wow. set. That's a big hot take, but yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah. I think it wraps up for the Wandavision segment. I mean, next episode we're talking about the finale. Um, yeah. If you guys want to check out uh, my reviews that I do on them, like I said, you know, we break down what we like, what we don't like, Easter eggs, and then we go into theories and things like that. You can check that out. That'll be uploaded uh, for episode eight um, at the same time Galaxy of Film is and what we have to say about that. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, so let's, um, you guys ready to dive into our, our next topic? Matt, do you have any other uh, closing remarks for WandaVision? Nope, not, nope. I think I got everything said. Okay, sweet. Um, let's Let's talk about Tom and Jerry first. Jesus Christ, buddy. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. This is the fourth film in the HBO Max deal. It's awesome in theaters. Um, what the fuck? Tom and Jerry. Cartoon classics, dude. Who doesn't Never saw it. I don't understand that, dude. I, I don't. What do you mean it. don't understand? I've never, seen, I've never seen a full episode from start to end. It, was it just was boring to me. Always dude. on Cartoon Network for me in the mornings, dude. I watched the hell out okay. of it growing up. Uh, you got a Matt, cat fetish? Were you fans of, of Tom and Jerry before this movie? Yes, I used to watch it all the time as a kid growing up. Like Okay. Um, so for the plot, Tom and Jerry individually move to New York. And they're, they're broke. They're very broke. They're trying to find a job, a place to live. And they kind of crash at this hotel. And end up causing mischief for a newly fraudulent employee <laughs> named Kayla during the the big wedding for a royal couple. 
And they they cause mischief during this whole wedding, this whole planning for it. Um, I want to start by saying that the the environment of New York, even though a lot of it was CGI, I thought it looked good. It's very vibrant, very crisp. I enjoyed the environment. Yeah. And um, it might be a hot take. I don't think Danilo might have liked this, but I thought it the overall the movie looked fantastic. I love the 2D animation mix of the, the live-action world. It reminded me so much of Space Jam. I thought it looked good. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, no one speak at once here. Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're comparing Tom and Jerry the movie to Space, Space Jam? Jam. <laughs> yeah, I like this movie, dude. I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay, dude. Your movie opinions... Okay, don't ever tell me you like The Rise of Skywalker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you like this movie, don't. Dude, don't this was this movie was pretty fun. Like, so I watched this show a lot, dude. Growing up, so uh, you like, know what? I am happy though that a fan who did watch the original stuff watched this and got some enjoyment out of like, it. Like, I watched some of the um the I'm actual animated movies too. I remember specifically the the one where they're on the island with the pirates. That was a lot of fun. That was always bringing me around on that Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. So like, I had a lot of fun watching this, and it was really neat seeing some of the um, some of the Warner Brothers like properties shown in there like did you catch when i think it's when jerry i think it was when jerry was coming up the subway in the very beginning there's an advertisement for joker the joaquin phoenix movie in the background but it's dog on it it's a dog instead of joaquin phoenix yeah it's droopy dog he's like a big Hanna-Barbera character yeah and we see him and um he's in the in the animal shelter later on too I didn't, even, I didn't even notice that. I, I, I blanked out at that part. <laughs> okay, he has, like, one line. It's okay. when they're getting ready to put him in the cages. So, yeah, dude, this was a lot of fun, man. It's I thought it looked very appealing. It was nice and crisp, especially in 4K. Um, it was a lot of fun, dude. I enjoyed this. Uh, this this is one of those rare movies where, as a 21-year-old, I wish I had a kid <laughs> to experience this with. Because I don't see myself uh, buying this movie. But if I had a kid, I'd be like, yeah, I used to watch this as a kid. Here's a new version. That's actually decent. But this isn't a remake. Um, I, I guess you could say it's a retelling. But, I mean, a lot of Tom and Jerry episodes are one of those this cartoon formulas. Everything resets every episode type of deal. So this just felt like that. I I really enjoyed it, dude. <laughs> um, what's his face? Is this a no, it's not on? a Coruscant, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to say. I mean, it's a very simple plot. Uh, Chloe is her is the act. Please, Kayla, Chloe, Chloe Martez, Grace Moretz. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Thank you. Um, I thought she was all right. I know she's in Kickass. I haven't seen Kickass in forever. Um, but I did not like seeing the dude from SNL as the guy that got married. I don't Colin like him Jost? in SNL. I don't like him, dude. Why is that? Because he's white. Yeah, can't stand him, dude. <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't think he or uh, Pete Davidson's very funny. Thank I, you. You know, I I appreciate you for saying that. You're one of the few people who agree with me on that. That I Pete think, Davidson isn't funny. No, I think Pete Davidson's a dick, dude. I, I don't find him funny at all. Thank you. Thank you once again. I heard that King of Staten Island is the is very solid performance from him because there's serious scenes. But other than his serious scenes, because, like, apparently the character's daddy plays is a firefighter during 9-11. Um, really? 
and apparently during his reaction to his father's death, it's very, very touching. And that's what nails the performance. Um, yeah, because Pete Davidson did lose his dad in 9-11. Yeah, so like, if it's like an at-home thing. That's why I like yeah. uh, Ben Affleck in The Way Back. The, the whole yeah, The Way Back, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll give that a shot at some point. But I, I don't care for Pete Davidson on SNL at all. He's one of the reasons yeah. I quit watching SNL recently. He's, he's kind of, and I... Star. He's kind of, and I don't take this word lightly, you know, when saying it, but he's kind of a cocksucker. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> um, Matt, you can talk about Tom and Jerry, because I didn't, I didn't bother wasting my time with this type of movie. You didn't watch it at all? Dude, it looks like shit. I didn't even watch the original Tom and Jerry. Why in God's good earth? Would I be excited for a 2D animation Tom and Jerry movie with Colin Jost and Chloe Grace Moretz? I, mean, I was more excited when you mentioned the Hanna-Barbarian character was in a Joaquin Phoenix poster for the Joker in the movie I'm, than wait, I was sorry, with wait, wait, the wait, entire wait, plot. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hanna-Barbarian? <laughs> no, Barbaria. Wasn't that what it's called? You, you said, I heard you say Hanna-Barbarian. Oh my bad. No, it was Hamburg. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sorry. Right? But um, I mean, come on, man. It's got um Chloe Grace Moretz in it, man. Is that worth it? She's cute. Yes, she is. Especially in the little. No, hotel I don't objectify <laughs> women. What? Shut up, dude. Shut up. What you say? Dude. Especially in what? What was she Wait, in? What? Uh, Oh, Next. it was like this hotel suit thing. Just, anyways, back to what Matt was saying. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Matt, let's hear what you guys. Well, while watching, well, I thought the movie was, it was fine. It was, to me, it was cute. That's pretty much all I can really say about it. Like, it's cute in a, in a way that's like, it's fine to put on, like, if you got kids around or if it's like, if you're doing something, you need background noise, mm-hmm. that's the perfect way to go. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um to me, as a guy who's, who was big on Tom and Jerry as a kid, to me, the slapstick just doesn't land. Like, there's no... Like, Max, you've seen Tom and Jerry. Like, there's no impact to, like, any of the slapstick. Like, you don't feel... It, it, I mean, not not that you can feel cartoon characters getting hurt, but you don't feel the oomph, the punch every time they go at it with each other. See, that's why you're mentioning going out of each other. One thing I appreciate about this, they really make Jerry seem to be a little fucking asshole, dude. For the oh, yeah. Jerry. Jerry's the mouse. Yeah. In, yeah, dude, in the show, he, he's portrayed more as... He's a nice like, guy. He's a bit mischievous. Like that. Yeah. No, actually, he was always a bit of a dick. Well, know. he was yeah, always a bit of a dick if you look back on it. But he's portrayed as the protagonist mainly throughout the show. Yeah. You know, Tom's always the asshole cat. But in this, like, even the hotel staff yeah. hate Jerry. They, they hired Tom to fucking kill Jerry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel you. it doesn't, like, impact as well, I guess. Also, the writing isn't really the best. Like, everything is, like, pretty just, um, um, everything is just pretty, um, like, um, um, Sorry, I was getting distracted by something. Like, it's very like obvious. Like, I remember in the movie in the hotel when Michael Penis care Michael Pena's character was like, um, 
was like, now as you can see, this is our prize glass ceiling. Nothing better happened to this glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. And what? Not at all. Yeah, I feel you on that. And I'm just like, oh, gee. And I'm like, oh, geez. I wonder what's going to happen to the glass Ooh. ceiling. Also, also, I find it so weird that every animal in this universe is animated. Even the dinosaur for animated. I thought that was a good thing, actually. I'm glad they didn't try to have live-action mix of animation. I thought that would have been awful. Uh, well, well, oh, thank, oh, oh, obviously. I mean, I'm glad they didn't have Tom and Jerry live-action at all. But I, I don't... I don't I don't, I don't know. There's a, I don't know. Like it's 2D. It was 2D animation, but mixed with 3D. I don't know. Who framed Roger Rabbit and what was the other one? Dumb Space Jam kind of blended the whole 2D animation. No, no. And Blue Tunes back in action. Um, kind of blended the whole live action with animation thing flawlessly. I mean, not flawlessly. But it made it made me really believe the cartoon characters were there. Mm-hmm. I didn't get I didn't get that with this movie. I didn't I didn't I didn't believe the, that those the cartoons were there. Oh really? No. Like it? No, like it just not it not they no they look I don't know they, I don't know I think it would have looked better if they were if they did it in the style of Roger Rabbit. Space Jam, like it was 2D animation, but you know every studio nowadays doesn't want to do hand drawn anymore, so we gotta be stuck with CG. I mean, they look good. They do. They look like their um, their counterparts from back in the day, and I'm happy it is. But I don't know. I would have preferred 2D over 3D. I don't know, man. That's I... just my that's just my hot take, honest opinion. Sue me. I like you fans. quite a bit, dude, and it's very vibrant too. But I think, but should uh, I watch also, this? Hold on, so, wait, hold on. So I, I got one more. I got one more hot take. I don't know. It felt like Tom and Jerry were secondary characters in their own movie. So a lot of movie is based off, uh, more more as this character more than Tom and Jerry. They felt like secondary characters. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit. I feel you. They weren't like the stars in their own movie, but I guess. What can you really do with an hour and a half movie based on two characters that don't talk and <laughs> um, and just beat the shit out of each other? Oh, I um, I do appreciate the little gag where the uh, Tom tries to play charades almost when Kayla catches oh, him in the room. Oh right, right. But yeah, dude. I I don't know. I liked it. It was very uh. It's true to the show, in my opinion. It was it was harmless. Um, I I do wish, maybe maybe one day when I have kids, I'll end up showing this to them. I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't know if I go into if I go into film, if I make films, I would love to make my own Tom and Jerry movie the way I want to make it. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> I will. Oh, I, oh, challenge accepted, my boy. If I ever make a film like Tom and Jerry, kill me. <laughs> I'm making, but but since we're talking about Tom and Jerry. You know what I want them to make now? Well, I want Matt Grain to make the Itchy and Scratchy movie. Uh, yeah, I'd like a Simpsons movie, too, while he's at it. <laughs> I will um, pay to watch an Itchy and Scratchy movie. Now, Matt, what do you what do you rate Tom and Jerry through our ratings? Tom Is this a best, best spin on its way to Coruscant? Best spin all the way to Coruscant? Let's see. Hmm. 
Hmm. Remind me of the scoring again. Jesus Christ, man. Everyone wants to know the fucking scoring. I'm the only person who knows this <laughs> shit. This is the third damn time you've been on this fucking show, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? Life. Life. Asshole. <laughs> one more, just one more time. I promise I'll remember it. Number one is the Jakku. Number one being the worst. Two is okay. Hoth. Three is Nabu. Four, Bespin. And five is Coruscant. It's not okay. Nabu, dude. It's okay, Naboo. I, okay, I give it a I give it a three. Thanks for following our rating system, asshole. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I give it a, a Nabu as well. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's Naboo, not, I mean, dude. It's, not Nabu. Shut the fuck up, dude. Let me, dude, let me... It's, dude, dude, it, dude. It's regional. Let's just say some people say Nabu, some people say Nabu. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah I guess so. I do my bad. Um, yeah, I, I give it a Star I guess Wars. I should. It was enjoyable. I mean, it was movie, harmless. It looked great. Yeah, I mean, the movie. I mean, the movie's not. The movie's not. You know, fantastic by any means. But it's like it's like you said. It's harmless. It's like you know, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's it's there. It's there. Yeah, it is. I feel you. Yeah. Um, let, let's go ahead and move into our secondary topic. And much like Danilo didn't give a chance to watch this movie. Um, Matt didn't get a chance to watch our next film. So, nope. we're going to be talking about the United States versus Billie Holiday. Danilo, please, this is your suggestion because Cherry got dropped from our, our list this week. Dude, don't make this my suggestion. Don't say that on, on the podcast. <laughs> please introduce this Redact film. that. Please introduce Redact this that. film. Um, yeah, so there's a singer back in the day called Billie Holiday. Yeah, yep. And the United States went after her. In the entire movie, because she oh, sang what? a song called, uh, what? what was the song called? Strange, Strange, strange Love, Strange, Strange Fruit. Yeah, yeah. If you're a music connoisseur out there, you might have heard Strange Fruit in one of our favorite rappers' albums on the channel, Max and I. Mr. Kanye West used the soundbite for it for his Blood on the Leaves song in the Yeezus album. Pause just for a second. Since you mentioned uh, rap slash hip-hop albums, I want to say it's weird as hell, but it works out that Tom and Jerry uses so much hip-hop. What the fuck? Are you serious? The introduction yes. scene, the opening credits, is A Tribe Called Quest, Let Me Kick It. Or Can I Kick It? Excuse me. Interesting. Yeah, so... Um, it was, sorry, a little side note. I forgot to mention that earlier. I forgot to write in my show notes. But continue on, Billy Holiday. So, Billy Holiday, hang on, I'm bringing up my notes here. My computer's going a bit slow. Uh, fuck. Come on, Safari, blow me. Right. <laughs> uh, hang on here. Get log in. Okay. Um, where do I really begin with this movie? Billy Holiday? The United States? Um, let me start with Billie Holiday. I don't know who the hell Billie Holiday was. I, um, like, she wasn't, like, mentioned or whatever in a, like, history class or music class, I guess. Like, I don't listen to her music. Yeah, I, I didn't know the the United States government, um, really went even after her. Mm. So I can't really compare a good, like, consensus on how Andre Day did the performance to, uh, like, what Billie Holiday actually was. Um, I think she did okay, though. I mean, she won a Golden Globe for it. It seemed like it wasn't too bad. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really. It, okay, you know how I said the Judas and the Black Messiah movie might be a forgetful movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is for sure gonna be a goddamn forgetful movie, dude. Let me stop. This was one of the worst fucking things we've talked about on this channel. This was awful. I you hated it that much, dude. I couldn't finish it, Anilo. I got an hour and twenty minutes into it and had to stop. This is awful. Really? This is edited like horse shit, dude. No, I hate okay. Well, the... we haven't. I I haven't talked about the editing yet, dude. But yes, the editing's horse shit. <laughs> I absolutely hate the the black black the black and white transitioning. So first of all, there's I don't this, get that. There's this ugly, ugly yellow filter on the movie. To apply, a I didn't con- notice that. Yeah, it's through. You'll see a lot in the like uh, the scenes where she's in the makeup room specifically. I thought that was just the lighting, dude. Dude, that is not light. It's a bad. filter on top oh, of okay. lighting. Jesus Christ! Because you'll see yeah. it bounce like it won't bounce off people's skins like it was supposed to, like lighting would. Um, on top, so it has this ugly filter to provide a vintage grain look, which doesn't work out. And at random, they'll use actual footage of people outside of Billie Holiday concerts. So the footage is obviously in black and white. Make the whole scene in black and white if you're going to do that. I don't need a transition from color to black and white back to color within 10 seconds. What's the point of it, of showing me this footage? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, okay, I'm seeing a three-second clip of people standing outside of a concert hall. What's the point of that? And why am I being... No, I got you there. Why am I being I taken think they out of went all black. I think they should have went all black and white. Um, it works for some movies, it doesn't with other. For this, it for sure didn't. And going no. back to your other thing, it should have been in film. If they were going to do that tinted yellow look, like you said... Mm-hmm. Why not shoot in film, dude? But they st- instead shot in digital. Yeah. I don't know why they uh, use the archival footage. That, to me, like you said, was weird. Like, if we see her singing, okay. But we're seeing audience members, dude. It's like, you know, for yeah, most man. of the archival. So it's like, why? Um, I thought Andrew Day was horrible as Billie Holiday. I don't know why she won really? Viola Davis as Ma Rainey. No, dude, this, this movie was awful. This well, is th- technically wise. It looked like it was shit, but you didn't think she was a good Billie Holiday. No, dude, I did not at all. Do you I listen to Billie Holiday? I, I've seen pictures. I don't. I don't think they look alike at all. Um, I I don't think this. This I, I had no clue who Billie Holiday was except for her name through the Kanye stuff. Um, yeah, this is a very forgetful biopic. Um, I didn't sympathize for the character. For her scenes where she uses heroin, um, Chris from Everybody Hates Chris is in this and does heroin as well. That really took me out of the movie. I'm like, oh, it's Chris from Everybody Hates Chris. This is weird. Really? I felt, uh, I felt like it was. You ever see the movie Judy about Julie Garland from back like two years ago that came out? I did not. No, know. I felt like this was a bad version of that. To be completely honest with you. I really? still think the performance was fine. I thought she did a fine Billy Holiday one. That's interesting that we both don't, we disagree there. But uh, um, yeah, it felt like a bad uh, biopic, like you said. Awful, dude. Trevante Rhodes is in this. He plays an undercover federal agent uh, who's ratting out Billy Holiday. He's in Moonlight from A twenty four. 
Okay. Okay. Have you have you guys seen Moonlight? I yeah, have. I've seen it. Okay, so he's, um, he's. I th- it seems. I, I think they just call him Black. As he's a dog. I know, like in each point of the the protagonist's life, he has a different nickname. He's called Little in the, in the first part, the first chapter. I forget what he's talking. Yeah. What he's called as a teenager, but I'm pretty sure he's just called Black for when he's an adult, when he's in Atlanta and he has to come back to the West Coast. For yeah, his mom I look it his... up right now. I look it up right now. As a kid, he's little. As a... he, he doesn't become black until he's an adult. Okay, so this guy plays black in Moonlight. I love Moonlight, a phenomenal film, um, and he gives a good performance as as this character as an adult throughout all these these hardships he's gone through. But this dude's buff in Moonlight. This dude could kick my ass in Moonlight. <laughs> and so it really yeah. like took me back seeing this guy as a skinnier character. Now, granted, I've only seen him in Moonlight, so I can't really judge him too much as an actor. I thought he was okay in this, nothing special, but it was just a little bit off-putting. I had no clue that this dude had gained that much weight to play black, and it worked out that much. It's kind of oh, crazy. Right. Yeah. It also feels like to me like. The story was something that needed to be said sometime because, I mean, you know, when was the last time we uh, we heard of something like this? Um, Max, like growing up, you know, the federal government going after someone of some importance to this level, you know, over something like this. That's like, I true. felt like the story should have been told, but the way they told it was not good at all. The way they told it and the way it's edited, like it's it's tough to look at, in my opinion. Um, if you if you have a Hulu subscription and you, you just put this movie on and you're you don't give a shit how the movie's filmed. There you go. I mean, you might enjoy yeah. it, you might not. But as someone who appreciates camera techniques and shots, lighting, this, cinematography, yeah. This was ugly. Um Yeah, I'll I'll agree with you there. We've we've done three no, we've done four excuse me, four um not necessarily biopics, but period pieces on this show so far. So during our top five, yeah, we talked about Ma Rainey, which was, was my number one of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about One Night in Miami, which Matt was in that episode, even though he didn't get a chance to watch the movie that time. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> we talked about Judas the Black Messiah. This is our fourth one. Yeah. And this is definitely the worst of the four. If you want to know a by good... By a long shot, dude. If you this want a, a good period piece... One. A good period, a period piece about a musician that deals with racial struggles, watch Ma Rainey all day long. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix is a phenomenal movie. This is horrible. Matter of fact, I would Jesus argue Christ. this is the worst thing we've reviewed on this show, on this show so far, dude. Oh, really? It's the only thing I couldn't finish. I couldn't. Wow. Like, I can't awful. believe you could. I, I can't believe you didn't finish it, dude. That's... I nuts. tried. I got an hour and, and 20 minutes into it, dude. Matter of fact, Danilo, so I started this last night, got 20 minutes into it, and I said, no, fuck this movie. And I was just going to watch <laughs> Tom and Jerry. But when you wanted, when you needed to delay the show by two hours today, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I got time. I'll finish this. Yeah, I spent <laughs> – oh, it was awful, dude. I tried to watch nah, it. Yeah, I, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's so it's upsetting mad. though, dude, because I was excited for this one. You knew I was up. The tra- this is one of those classics. The tra- oh, sorry for like screaming. This is one of those classics where the trailer looks good. Mm-hmm. The final product looks like ass. 
Oh, be honest. I mean, when this I sent that awful. trailer in the group chat, dude, you have to admit that trailer looked like this movie was gonna be. Oh yeah, like, it good. did. I was I looked into the trailer and I was like, ah, oh, yep, we're covering it. Everyone can watch this. Is on Hulu. We'll at least give it a, a decent review. This was, ugh. ugh. Yeah, I lost brain cells when watching this. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend. What this do you rate it? Anyone, dude? This is a fucking jacku for me. This is horrible. I like the little things more than this. No fucking way. Are you serious? Uh, Dead serious. <laughs> I right, I could dude. at least watch the little things. That's true. This for me is uh, what was two hoth. Yeah, this two is a hoth going on to an. This is a hoth going on to Naboo. Jesus, I, I, just because of the story, just because of the story alone, dude. I think this is a story that people should like be familiar with. Something of this level. This needs um, to be a like book. you said. Tech. Yeah. I okay. I agree with that. It needs to be a book, not a movie. Someone fucked up, but yeah. Because I mean, what really took me out of that as well? I don't know if um, Andrew Day. That's her name, Andrew Day, right? Yeah, Andra, Andra, Andra Day, like yeah. That, yeah. I I don't know if she's lip syncing, or what. That's what I was gonna ask you, dude. Because I've never heard the songs that Billie Holiday is talking about in this in this this movie. Like I've never heard like master recordings of or anything like that, so I can't compare on sound like just from memory. Um, but her lips don't add up to the sound, like almost whatsoever. Especially when it I'm starts, sh- it's rough, dude. It is. It is rough. <laughs> Ugh. If you if you want a good one, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is phenomenal, and it's yeah. a last performance by Chadwick Boseman. Hundred percent mm-hmm. recommend it. And it's a well deserved. And, and he won the Golden yeah. Globe too. Yeah. And I think he's yeah, gonna be nominated for an that. Oscar. When the hell are the Oscars, dude? I don't know, man. I think it's May. I'll look it up real quick. Um. I think it's May. Pretty sure. Watch it be like next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the ninety third, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think she lip synced. Sunday, for April, it. Su- Sunday, April twenty fifth. Oh, April. Okay, so we got almost May, close enough. Yeah. Um, you said she lip synced. You think, Danilo? Yeah, I think uh, if. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm trying to find it. Gotcha. Um, do you do you have any closing so. notes on this thing? I don't want to talk about it anymore, dude. <laughs> this was a bad. This let's let's say let's say this was a Dakari pick, dude. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Um. <laughs> yeah, man, I I did not enjoy this whatsoever. Um, I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. It's lowest of lows. It's such a coup for me. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. This this is the worst thing on this show. I'm sorry we made you guys listen to this review. <laughs> No, watch right. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for recommending it. Uh, th- th- yeah, this was bad. I'm, I'm happy Matt watched uh, Tom and Jerry, and then he got some enjoyment out of it instead of watching this and losing brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, if I, I mean, if I want to lose some brain cells and just you know forget life for a minute, I guess I could watch this movie. No, you could bash yourself with a fucking cinder block, and you'd, you'd be more okay I, than watching this movie. I, I mean, okay, dude. I mean, Jesus Christ, it wasn't that bad, man. That's tempting, but it would hurt. Dude, no, this hurt to watch. I couldn't finish it. I'm telling you, it's still it's on my TV in my living room right now. Actually, I didn't even bother to turn the TV off. Uh, uh, if you say so. Yeah, this is one Galaxy of Film <laughs> does not recommend for its listeners out there. There's been a couple. I don't that, recommend Galaxy climax. Don't recommend the little things. 
Climax yeah. is a hit or miss. I do recommend it just to give it a, at least once a watch, dude. Or at least try to give it a watch. If you say so. If All you right, say dude. so. Um, do, you right, have, do you have any closing? Go ahead. Who gives Tom and Jerry a Jakku going on to a, a Coruscant. Or a Bespin moving on to a Coruscant, dude. Dude's fucking good. Anyways, do you have any closing remarks about Billy Holiday? No, just that I think it was a, a story that should have been told in a way better way. Yeah. At the end of the day. I can agree on that. Well, I guess that, that about wraps up the episode. Um, next week, we're talking about the series finale of WandaVision. And like WandaVision. We'll be joined in with um, one of Danilo's co-hosts for his personal review series. And we're also going to be talking about Chaos Walking. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. seeing that yeah. Thursday. Looking day of, that as well. Day of this release, I'll be seeing it. Looking forward to it, for sure. Let's go! It's been forever since that's been announced. Um, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy of Film. I'm not sure when, but at some point within, hopefully the next month, I'll be doing a small giveaway for some from stickers and maybe some pins for Galaxy of Film. So. I might get, we might give away a Hot Toys if we make money off of enough listens. Look, dude, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we at? I just want to tell our listeners, dude, I, we're I, only like, at about 38 cents. Dude, <laughs> listen, dude, I got so another it, it might be Hot Toys coming up. <laughs> anyway, though, if you guys want to check out my Wanda reviews, uh, Danilo Jet reviews on, on all podcast platforms as well. After you listen to this episode, you can check out what we have to say about WandaVision. And Matt, where where can our, our listeners find you, man? Thank you for joining in for the third time. Where can they yeah, find thank you, me? Yeah, sir, where can they find you? What's your social? They can find me on Instagram, Matt Paul underscore BSO, to see my occasional Star Wars and Marvel stuff. Anything nerd related, I probably have an opinion on it. And what is your address so they can find you in person? Listen, listen, it's 246, go fuck yourself way. Awesome. All right, looking that up right now. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put that into Google as soon as this show ends. I'm driving down there. All right. It's, all right. It's all right. And it's also, you know, I, I'm not going to think that just in case my my followers do watch this. <laughs> well, there's that's no it, pure guys. There's no pure hearted bait no more. <laughs> Well, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Please consider leaving us a review on um, Apple Podcasts if you guys enjoyed it. It truly does help the show out quite a bit, and your review will be featured yeah. on the show next episode. Uh-huh. And if you want to watch it, if you want to listen to this once, listen to it once. Twice, even better. Three times, send us a screenshot of you listening to this two-hour podcast. Three times. Four times. We'll, we'll give you a sticker. The, the four times, send me money. <laughs> yeah. Send us money instead. No, send me money. Sure, us, whatever. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. See you later, pimps. So inspired.